Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The FT. The FT Arts Podcast is brought to you by Vacheron Constantin. This is the latest in the series, The Life of a Song, and I'm Ian McCann. This week, to love somebody. Perhaps it is the mark of a great song that it fits any musical genre. If that's true, the Bee Gees' To Love Somebody is a great song. love somebody the way I love you. Fans of Baroque 60s pop think it belongs to them. Soul believers testify that it's theirs. Country scions claim it. It is a zenig of a composition, comfortable in any company. However, the object of the lyric's deep longing remained a mystery for decades. The Bee Gees had not been in Britain long when they recorded To Love Somebody, their third UK single. They had arrived from Australia in November 1966 and signed a management deal with Robert Stigwood, who found them a contract with Polydor Records. Stigwood, an astute Australian who worked for Brian Epstein, touted the Bee Gees as a rival to the Beatles and managed to persuade Otis Redding that the material the brothers Gibb wrote might suit him. Redding was a beefy blue baller from Macon, Georgia. The Bee Gees were Mancunian stick insects with nasal vices who'd grown up in Sydney. Undeterred, Stigwood told Robin and Barry Gibb that Redding liked their songs and to write something for him. The manager arranged a meeting at the Plaza Hotel, New York, where Barry Gibb played to love somebody to Redding, but the soul giant would never sing it. He died in December 1967, six months after the Bee Gees released their version, which flopped in the UK but made number 17 in the US. Other soul acts stepped into the breach left by Redding's death. Female trio the Mirettes were first on the case in November 1967. Aretha Franklin's backing vocalist The Sweet Inspirations gave it a touch of gospel in 1968, and Nina Simone added a funk groove a year later. 1969 also witnessed the definitive heartbroken rendition by James Carr, another icon of Southern Soul. If Otis Redding had lived long enough to sing to love somebody, it might have sounded like Carr's passionate, regretful performance. By proxy, the Bee Gees were now deeply immersed in black music, six years before they launched their disco career with Jive Talking. Jamaica's record producers never allow a knock from opportunity to go unanswered and soon created their own versions of To Love Somebody. 
Lee Perry supervised an up-tempo reggae interpretation by the singer Busty Brown, a man by the way, which sold thousands of copies to boot-wearing British brats in 1969 and 1970. Five years later, Perry produced another cover as the title track of the debut album by Bunny Clark, who would soon become the lead singer of Third World. The song grew legs in Europe too, taking its lead from the Bee Gees original with an arrangement full of harpsichord, horns and strings, Yugoslavian band Silhouette tackled it in 1967. Italy's Il Khalifi amended it to Cozy TMO, which was all whiter shade of power organ and token psychedelic effect. There were numerous further covers. In 1979, To Love Somebody received an earnest rendition by Hank Williams Jr., the son of the ultimate honky-tonk rebel. That gave it instant country credibility. Jimmy Somerville's 1990 remake brought two of the song's paths together when he sang it falsetto like the Bee Gees over a reggae rhythm. It wasn't until 2001 that Barry Gibb admitted who'd stirred the conflicted emotions he'd agonised over into Love Somebody. He hadn't been lamenting a cold-hearted girlfriend or trying to walk in Otis Redding's soul shoes. Barry told Mojo magazine he wrote it for someone closer to home, Robert Stigwood. It was for Robert, he said. I say that unabashedly. He asked me to write a song for him personally. It was played to Otis but personally it was for Robert. He meant a great deal to me. I don't think it was a homosexual affection, but a tremendous admiration for this man's abilities and gifts. To love somebody may have been all things to all men, but it was inspired by just one. For more downloads, go to ft.com forward slash podcasts.